Into the Apex is back on the road in 2022, beginning with the 60th running of the Rolex 24 Hours of Daytona. We'll be trackside for the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship, FIA World Endurance Championship, GT America, and NTT IndyCar Series. Visiting Sebring, Mid-Ohio, Watkins Glen, VIR, Road Atlanta, and the streets of Nashville. For the full schedule of events, visit IntoTheApex.com. And now, and now, now, broadcasting, broadcasting on location, on location. in Daytona Beach, Florida, for the 60th running of the Rolex 24, this, this, this is the Into the Apex Podcast. Yes, yes. We're here at Daytona Beach, Florida. It is Tyler, Rob, Bradley. Patrick is in the background producing, and uh, we've got Bruce Perry, Mr. Daytona. <laughs> Mr. Daytona. Mr. Daytona. We've been listening to uh, John Hindhall of IMSA Radio, IMSA Radio, and we love his voice. <laughs> he is the voice <laughs> of IMSA Radio, and he says it, Daytona, so we are in Daytona Beach, Florida. Uh, Bruce, we're glad to have you here. It's an interesting weekend for this. Uh, I don't think it's good. I don't know when it's been colder than this. This is Bradley and I's first time in Florida, and uh, it's been an interesting time so far weather-wise. Uh, I don't know if this is the usual. <laughs> I don't think it's the usual. No, not at all. Every time I come here, though, it is cold. Has it ever been this cold? Not this cold. I don't think so. They're calling for, like, what? Is it 29 or 30? Minus yeah, one, 29. you mean? No. You mean minus one? What is minus one? <laughs> minus Fair one what? Height? No. No, talking Fahrenheit here. Freedom units, as they like to say. <laughs> yes. So Privilege units. All during this road trip, we've been kind of looking at the weather, because that's been kind of the topic. And uh, every now, like, well, we golf today. We'll talk a little bit about that. But uh, we've been looking at weather, because we're going to be outside for basically everything we do. And Rob has been piping up. Uh, so Rob's staying another week. He says, well, ne- hey, boys, next week it's going to be 25. And we're like, that's below freezing. Why are you excited about that? Uh, and he's talking Celsius because he's not an American. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sue me. It's, it's a free country, is it, it not? It, it, well, this one is. Yeah. <laughs> this one is. As much yeah. trouble as you had getting out of your country. Yeah, no, you yeah. Good luck getting back in, too. <laughs> yeah, good luck getting in, you common fuck. <laughs> uh, so, well, we're not going to talk about Fahrenheit and Celsius. No, no. But it's... Uh, I'm not prepared for the weather. It's Thursday night as we record this. This is the Thursday night edition of the uh, episodes that we're going to do here. Uh, we're simulcasting or simulcasting live on Twitch yet again uh, as part of our festivities uh, from the, the what is this, Casa del Apex in Daytona Beach. I like, I like it. We're gonna go I like with that. that name. <laughs> that works. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's not. I mean, it's going to be raining. It was raining today. Uh, it was raining for the practices. Uh, it looks like there's 
what less is it less than fifty percent chance of yeah, rain tomorrow? I think but tomorrow's going to be a little better. Yeah, there's a there's a chance, but it's going to be warmer. Yeah. Basically, the day. So tomorrow is probably going to be the best day of the days we're here. Yeah. But it's going to be sunny, no clouds on Saturday for the twenty four. But Saturday it's, and it's, Sunday. It's yeah, sweet. but it's going to start with. I mean, it's going to stay pretty much what forties and down to thirties. Yeah, yeah, the high is like forty something. And we were at Petite Lamar in forties. I don't think it got below the forties, and we were struggling. Would you say? Oh yeah, it was it was not as windy as it's going to be here, and it was it was cold. Even bundled up, it was your hands were cold and stuff. I mean, we were we were we were pretty cold. I mean, I was using hot hands like they were hot coals. I mean, you could have grilled on my hot hands. I mean, it, it was yeah. Even, even today, it was not as cold, <laughs> but it just with the drizzle and everything. It was just nasty. Yeah, it was it basically was nasty. it was pissing on us all day at the oh, golf. It was unrelenting, just and nonstop. We were at probably the worst golf course in Daytona Beach. Would you say the closest to the track, though? I appreciate roughest that part one of it. at least. Rough. Jesus, yeah. I mean, it's we a lot of more nice, like the course. Like I didn't enjoy, didn't not, not like I minded playing there, but yeah, it was uh, maintenance wise a little rough around the edges, greenskeeping <laughs> wise. Yeah, but you could hear the sounds of the cars. That that from, really from made up for it. That, that did made up for it. Make up for it. So we were, as we played, I mean, basically the whole time uh, during the day. I mean, it was misting rain and windy all day, and it was pretty cool. Uh, but you could hear. The Mazdas, the Michelin Pilot, you could hear the roar of the engines in the distance. Uh, and that was that made it worth it. It kind of gave you that hype. Because we did that first. You don't go to the track. You just kind of listen. You're kind of basically teasing yourself. Oh, for sure. The whole time. Yeah, most people like don't like any noise whenever they're golfing. <laughs> but it's just like that constant drum of it like all the time. It was, it was good. Yeah, and, and we've got uh, some feedback a little bit of, uh, and I've read this as well. We've kind of tracked this. Uh, the moisture coming off the ocean and all that down here, kind of the humidity. Uh, it makes the cold even worse. Uh, that's what I've read. Being a first-time person traveling to Florida, that basically it's it. Don't don't underestimate it here when it's cold. Yeah, yeah. it's the opposite of those really annoying people who go, "Oh yeah, but it's a dry heat." <laughs> <laughs> you mean people from Arizona? Yeah. So you're Nevada, saying it's, exactly. you're saying it's going to be a moist cold? Yes, it's a, <laughs> a moist cold. cold. Yes, a moist cold. Moist. A, da- a damp. <laughs> It's going to be a damp cold. Uh, so, but then also, you know, at, uh, from the race side of things, uh, the the tire situation. Bruce, I think you were doing, you were reading some stuff earlier about uh, the tire recommendations and what they might be facing in the competition. Yeah, Michelin put out some sort of posting today that uh, looks like GTDs and LMP3s. I think they're saying on uh, only do one stint. They're recommending wow. one stint. Beyond that, it's up to the teams, but they're risking whatever. Um, and then once they're done, if they do go beyond a stint, they want them to mark the mileage or something like that on the tires. So I, I don't know what they're looking for, but there's obviously probably with the weather, maybe the cold, there's there's something going on. I mean, the weather's going to be the weather at this point. I mean, the, yeah, forecast, the forecast probably is not terribly off, so that's what they have to deal with, and that's going to be interesting. Um, Bradley was doing, as we've mentioned on previous episodes, Bradley has done meticulous, almost infuriating and annoying research into the uh, Hyundai Elantra N model. And it comes with, as he would tell you, Bradley, what tires does it come with? The uh, Michelin Pilot 4S, Michelin Pilot Sport 4S. And uh, what season are those tires optimal in, Bradley? Well, they're summer, summer, summer tires, and sticky what, summer tires. So what tires, what, what season do you need to remove them? When it's cold, when it's winter out, <laughs> under 40 degrees. But you're just Fahrenheit. talking about uh, like a normal car right like, yeah but it's, not, it's a performance racing in it though yo you, you don't want to well, go racing well, in it in, in bradley's dreams yes. you can get all season performance tires 
You get all season tires and they're not going to chunk off or damage or whatever. In Bradley's fantasies, he is a Hyundai Elantra factory driver. There you go. Even though he doesn't own a Hyundai Elantra. My first uh, mission tomorrow is to find uh, Hyundai in and Brian Hurdle Autosport gear to wear. <laughs> then I'm just going to walk up to the car and say, I got it from here, boys. I got it from here. Well, I, I will tell you, Hyundai has a, a booth and you fill out the little form and you get a t-shirt. I got really? it. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll that is correct. That. Do they have yeah. any cars on display? Yeah. They have really? Some cars there. That's nice. I'm sure the alien is there. So Bradley will be making a beeline to the yeah. Hyundai Elantra. I'm going to ask to sit inside of it. And they will say no. No. <laughs> and I'm going to say, let me please to sit inside of it. <laughs> and then you tell them you're from the into the Apex. And then they group. let me sit inside of it. And they're going to be like, they yeah, no. say, yeah, yeah. yeah, get out of here. <laughs> get, get lost. Go to the Honda booth, you son of a bitch. <laughs> the Honda booth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Send me to the Mitsubishi booth, the Kia booth. Oh Jesus! Yeah. There you go. The no, Ford Pinto another booth. South Korean company. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, we're gonna have to make. I'm gonna have to make some adjustments for the weather. Not exactly thrilled for it, but we're gonna. Uh, what we like to say is we're just gonna embrace the suck of it. Uh, here's the thing: as for for a lot of us, I mean, Bruce has participated in the 24 hour races here uh, ten years ago plus. A lot of them. Uh, the question for us, um, do we intend to, do we seriously believe that we're going to make it at the track all 24 hours at these temperatures? No. No. Don't think Absolutely so. not. I I would probably come down on that side. Now, Bruce, do you think, do you intend to be there? Would you realistically expect our group to be there all 24 hours overnight? Or would you go, would you recommend resting somewhere else and coming back fresh at the sunrise? See, this is why I, I definitely recommend it. But, you know, when I was younger, I could stay up the whole 24 and do the whole thing. But uh, nowadays, it's nice to have the RV at the track and go crash <laughs> and take a little nap. And, and uh, you know, I mean, a few years the last time I was actually here was 10 years ago. And uh, we did stay in the RV here. And um, I just remember falling asleep actually outside the RV in a chair and in the middle of the night, you know, 2 or 3 o'clock just listen to the cars going down the back stretch mm. it, it was it's just awesome you, awesome you can almost pick out the which car is going by by yeah. the sound that's right? like the ultimate and then, white and then they had machine. like a yes. one of those yes. damn full course yellows <laughs> and this yeah. and the sound stopped and woke me up like, oh wow what oh, really? happened the, the change in the happened. sound the change in the sound yeah you know like oh, people wow. sleep with the radio on and whatnot yeah, right yeah, 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 yeah it's like the ultimate white noise machine for yeah oh it's awesome there's nothing like it so so this this staying here just uh Undisclosed location. Undisclosed location. Yes. Um, it's a little different for me. Yeah. Yeah. Now the we, I would imagine coming we back will, here. We will have the RV uh, in Watkins Glen, of course. Yep, Watkins Glen. Uh, but here it's a little different. Um, but yeah, I, I foresee. I think the main goal would need to be uh, coming, being there at least for sunrise. Because as cold as it's going to be, it's not going to be cloudy. So we're going to get to see that at the very least. And then you want to be there at some point late night, too, because what's really cool, I think, you should go over in the paddock at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, and you see who's working on their equipment, like, like yeah. who's broken down, who's changing out of transmission, stuff like that. It's pretty cool seeing them guys thrash at that hour in the morning. And, and you know, most people would have left by that time, and yeah. uh, you want to be some of the few that are still around. Do the drivers sleep? Like do they? Well, How do you think that's a stupid question. Yeah, do they yeah, sleep they as sleep. human yeah, beings? They have to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. that's kind of the goal. I would suppose. Yeah, I don't know. I, I believe I view the drivers as superhuman. Yeah, I'm gonna assume that's what I do. 
Of course they sleep. They get massages and stuff between stints. Is that true? Yeah. It's very physical activity doing that. 24 yeah, hours. Imagine, just think about the way we bitch and complain after I know. we sim race. <laughs> imagine actually having to actually do that as yeah, like a three man team. I had a VR headset on. I had a VR headset on for two hours. You're in an actual car going 200 miles an hour with I, real G forces and a helmet on and all yeah. that stuff. I, I foam roll after I, before and after I sim race. Because you're an athlete. I foam roll and I have a little vibrating gun. Oversharing. Yeah. <laughs> no, vibrating. Tell us more, actually. It has <laughs> multiple attachments. Multiple attachments of, diff- of varying shapes and sizes, and uh, I place it on various really places. Keep going. Keep going. I place it on various places, uh, positions on my body, and I let it pound away. <laughs> uh, Sounds about right. Oh God! How many people just got subjected uh, to that? I mean, that's that is uh, an accurate description of how the machine works. You're not wrong. <laughs> no, oh you can't criticize that. You can't. You I wouldn't can't. dare. No, <laughs> where? Uh, that was pure gold. <laughs> where's our Michelangelo statue, by the way? He moved. We got our buddy here. He was distracting me. We've got. Uh, so where we're staying at an undisclosed location, we have a stat- little statuette uh, of uh, I don't know if that's Michelangelo, but he's like an, it's a Greek god, basically. It's basically a statue version of Rob. Yeah, really. Uh, That's what it looks like. Curly yeah. hair, tiny pack. Uh, for those, <laughs> for those simulcasting, here, throw it, put it closer to the camera. I'm sorry for those on the audio version. You're gonna have to go to Twitch and subscribe. That's that's Rob. That's Rob right there. That's what we got. Uh, so it's our little buddy. It's our little buddy, but it was distracting Rob, so we moved it away. That's what I call him too, my little buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's little Rob. <laughs> um, so racing, yeah. I don't. Uh, where where was I with racing? Something about sleeping. Yeah. yeah. Drivers sleep. Physical. Drivers. The physicality do, of it all. Do drivers sleep? Do they need to sleep? Or are they snorting cocaine all night long? And that's how they continue. <laughs> that's how I would do it. Yeah. If I was doing Somebody's it. doing that. Yeah. Back in the day, maybe they were doing Cocaine's that. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. In the 70s, <laughs> 70s, 80s, right? 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 I mean, what was it like then? Bruce? Why are you looking at me? <laughs> I was a kid then. Was that... Uh, when was the Nissan, the Nissan... Uh, that was it at Daytona where they la- they were so ahead of the field that they stopped the car to wash yeah, it basically. That was, they didn't have to worry um, about it. Very early nineties, I believe. Yeah, they that was the Nismo Nissan mm. Japanese team came over and uh, um, they threw that green flag and it was over. Oh, really? At that point, it was over. <laughs> it, it just yeah. they got through the so infield. Fast? They got through the infield and it got out in the banking, right, going down that back stretch, and he just was gone. And those guys, yeah, after 24 hours, they had a few laps on the field because back then they didn't have the full course yellows either, mm. right? And uh, I just remember they came into pits with, I don't know, maybe a half hour or 40 minutes to go. And I'm like, oh, they're pitting. I wonder what's going on, you know? Oh, yeah, they didn't come out with the, the towels and the, the cleaner and start waxing the car and stuff out in pit road. and <laughs> yeah, make, make it look nice for victory lane. You can, you can look it up. They, they showed, you know, I think there's some videos of it really? out there in YouTube land. And wow. That's the stuff, ultimate flex. Yeah, it yeah. is. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. You know? Wow. But there's just so many awesome stories from here, right? <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember when Tony Stewart almost won the race. I don't. I don't. I wasn't. I, I only do. got endurance racing within the last couple of years. So yeah. it's just like yeah. for me, all that stuff before is just. I remember. So I'm excited about this, and I know Bruce will appreciate this. Um, I mean, Bradley and I have been watching this particular, even though. So we, you know, anybody that's listened to the show knows that we transitioned from. We were basically, you know, we racing, we were NASCAR fans, and we kind of transitioned. I first into road racing. Bradley came lately because I 
see all things that are great and Bradley then follows me. Not <laughs> true. <laughs> it works. Not true at all. Bradley is not a... I'm a trendsetter. Who, who got you back in iRacing? I'm a trendsetter. Who and, got you and back? And Bradley is just a bastard. Who, who has to... Who's to thank um, for this entire operation? Um, Rob? I'm going to steamroll... Yeah, yeah I'm going to steamroll right <laughs> over that. Uh, so... We get, you know, we, but even though we may not have watched, you know, Grand Am at the time, all the Grand Am racing or American Le Mans series, you know, as appointment television, like we kind of do today, uh, we would always watch the Rolex 24, uh, because for us, at least in those early years, um, it was kind of a hype for the Daytona 500 and speed weeks. That's what we really had our sights set on. It's kind of flip flop now, which is funny how that goes, but, uh, we would watch the Riley prototypes, Brumos, Porsche, Scott Pruitt and the Telmex Target Chip Ganassi DP or Riley prototype. Hide the kids and family uh, at home. Yes, hide yes. hide my family at home. That was the epitome of watching it because he would own most everything yeah. we watched in those days. Scott Pruitt and Mimo Rojas and uh, I mean, well, Scott Dixon. All these years, Scott Dixon's always been around. He's an Iron Man uh, and Juan Pablo Montoya even. Uh, but you know, rumors Porsche Bradley, We've seen him yep. over the years mm-hmm. winning that class. Uh, TRG had a huge presence, obviously, at some point in Grand Am, and they've kind of faded from that. But those were that was the time that I remember, and it's weird because we go on iRacing and we see the we jump in the prototypes now, the Riley prototypes, and it seems so aged and worn out, you know, and low tech. Bruce yeah. is looking at me like yeah. you son of a <laughs> you <laughs> young, you young son of a bitch. No, I mean there's some. Uh, I was looking at some of the older cars they had on display over there. You know, they had the museum and stuff. They brought some of the uh, cars out to the uh, what do they call that? The fan zone. Oh yeah. Yeah. So there's a few older ones there, and you know, I I, I see stuff from like when I was a kid, GTPs and stuff just sitting over there. Which oh, let's check some awesome. of that out. That's you know they were enclosed cockpits and stuff, and then uh, the years that we raced at Daytona with the open open cockpit. Oh yeah. They yeah, have yeah. a Rob Dyson car over there. It's open. World sports we're gonna, I want to so go it's visit pretty that. cool stuff yeah. you know and and then, yeah I mean, you look back at it now I remember first year when the Daytona prototypes first came out I forget who won but it was it was not a prototype they oh, all wow. dropped out the overall yeah, yeah. overall oh, wow. yeah. I mean yeah. that's certainly no guarantee when you have a smaller amount of prototypes you know yeah, that would yeah. be fascinating to see like a GT Pro I mean you know, well, it, may, it would be an LMP2 it, yeah, or three. Yeah. I mean, there's too many out there it the racers group that won that year oh wow yeah because yeah. I remember they had, I remember I was doing a real, real shitty uh, racing uh, show, podcast, radio thing. Um, was? It was it was bad. I mean, it was it was, it was a start. Uh, you see we me not somewhere. Bradley's. I mean, he's I mean not he was in high school, so I mean, of course. Oh. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but yeah. Um, it was underdeveloped. I covered much the, like yourself. It, it was. Yeah, I covered the Rolex Twenty Four. You know, at that time, and TRG. Had, I remember covering uh, TRG having the most. Uh, GT car entries, I think at the time they had a ton of them. Ton of them. They've they've had like uh, over the years. I think they even had an all girl, all woman team. But yeah. I say girl because they're like young, like right. really young. Yeah, yeah. They had an all like teenage team. You know, he's done a lot of different things over here uh, years. Kevin Buckler, yeah, uh, being TRG, and he's of course yeah. he's in GT4 America now with De- uh, Derek DeBoer, who uh, a teaser. Derek DeBoer is going to join us on this show in February, uh, so we're looking forward to talking to somebody from TRG. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, the, basically, I'm being I'm waxing poetic about those those days uh, because that that's the that's what when I think of starting the racing year uh, in January, I think of this event. Uh, and all these years, even when we were NASCAR fans, before we were really into endurance racing uh, really heavily over these past few years, 
uh, Bradley and I would always say to each other, uh, wouldn't it be worthwhile to make a pilgrimage to Daytona for the, that 24-hour race? Even yeah. when we were NASCAR Yeah, fans, even back we, then we, we wanted to do this. And now it took us, what? Uh, year, year, lots of years. That's yeah. kind of where I'm getting yeah, at. Like that is 15 years I mean, in the making. I can't highlight how it really hasn't sunk in that we're here yeah. and we're doing this finally. Probably, probably because we haven't been to the track yet. We, we really haven't. We, we, we golfed and we got so wet that, and, and I mean, we got wet. And Morris. drunk. Okay. Well, well, me anyway, too. that too. Yeah, hitting that, hitting that on the head, and uh, so we didn't quite make it to the track today on Thursday. Uh, so we missed a Michel- uh, Mazda race, and that's that's it for racing. But we talked. Even though we record on Monday or Tuesday. 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 Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. I think we talked about how excited we were to see the Masters race. <laughs> it's funny when you're a little, uh, little, t- a little twirly. Yeah. How plants evolve. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And we're all enjoying kind of the rest that we've gotten here at this uh, compound that we're at at the beach. Feeling much better. Uh, Rob, <laughs> Robert, Robert drank an entire jar of pickle juice to recover. Does the body good? Interesting concept. Bradley's drinking Pedialyte like a, a little baby. <laughs> Uh, taking That's a what break. It's made for, and he bought himself some shoes because. Uh, no, Patrick bought some Patrick shoes. Oh, okay, Patrick shoes. bought shoes. Yeah, because it was it was wet and bad out today. And so playing golf. I think we all agreed at the golf course that we were going to do a shoey this weekend. Uh, but we, Are were, we, we were going to buy baby shoes to do the shoey in, which is a little <laughs> pre- a little unusual. Well, I was thinking maybe if you had baby explain. shoes, you just do like shots of whiskey in them or something. Yeah, a shoey. <laughs> it's a little less intense. Yeah, I would certainly want brand new clean shoes. I don't want to drink this. Kind of robs sweat. it of its charm. Yeah, really. You want to yeah, drink foot sweat? This. I'm going to do a shoey off of a Birkenstock. We've we've got some 1800s. <laughs> Are you gonna s- snort it off the Birkenstock? How does that gonna gonna lick work? It. Oh yeah, that yeah. Lick it. that sounds appropriate. Yeah, we'll just do shoeies and normal shoes, and we'll just do lines of cocaine off <laughs> Birkenstocks. <laughs> oh, oh, too far. Uh, so so interesting enough. Uh, at our our location here for the end of the Apex uh, crew, uh, we're sitting at the bar uh, at this place, and uh, we've got a bar set up, and we've got all of our equipment here. We got some eighteen hundred tequila. Uh, and we've got a massive uh, jug, I want to say jug, because it has a handle, yep. of Johnny Walker Black Label, the official, non-official uh, scotch of Into the Apex. Uh, so we're enjoying ourselves this weekend. We know, we've heard from a lot of people uh, who, uh, over the past week, that we're going to uh, be down here. Uh, so we hope to catch up with a ton of people uh, this weekend for the race events. We'll, we will, I promise you, hit the track uh, on Friday. Uh, we are not going to golf in the wet and uh, drink too and shotgun too yeah. many. We'll, we'll get out there PBRs. pretty early. It opens at eight o'clock, so hopefully we'll get out there shortly after. Right, right, fellas. Yeah, that's the plan. That's the plan. That's the plan. I, I, I've already been there, so <laughs> Bruce is going to be up at ten, ten or eleven. Yeah, ready to go. <laughs> ready to roll. Waking us up. <laughs> yeah. uh, Bruce, uh, we we have not gotten from you any type of picks. Uh, I'm not going to go through every single one, but I think the high points are like the DPI. And maybe GTD Pro. So basically uh, everything but LMP2 and 3. Yeah, I guess I'm kind of shitting on them, but it's tough to remember. I mean, I can't. I can tell you. Name Pat, one person driving them. The prototype 2? LMP3. LMP3? Yeah. George Kurtz. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I really thought I had you there. <laughs> I CrowdStrike. I know CrowdStrike is oh, doing the All right, CrowdStrike. Right. Oh, yeah. Maybe is it Colin Braun? Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, proto- LMP2. I'm a fanboy. Uh, Colton Hurd or Pato Award, Devlin DeFrancesco. But I, I think it's going to be hard to. Bet against Wayne Taylor's team. You think? Yeah. How did you see them out there today? Were they looking good? Yeah, they were looking pretty good. 
they were even, even though no one looked all that good just because of the weather yeah <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. um i couldn't really tell if somebody if some of them guys run slicks if they're on reins it, it was kind of that in between yeah you know it was, it was kind of interesting so um one thing i did notice is so when they were when the lmps were coming out of the pits they were so slow going through the, the horseshoe like uh, it must, it's got to be the cold tires yeah yeah, it, yeah. It, the wow they were like crawling i, I mm. first time i saw it, i'm like oh that guy must have broke something happened and the next car it's taking like, it easy no no those guys are just babying it around yeah well, so it'll be interesting come to 24 i uh, was kind of browsing social media a little bit ago and uh, i read random vandals in the michelin pilot and of course uh, they were they raced with um they were in GT4 America. GT4 America, and at the eight hours of Indy, they had uh, Connor Daly in the car, which kind of gave them a little boost. Uh, but um, they were going, they were signed up for the IMSA Michelin Pilot race, and they put on there that their weekend is done now because in today's practices, uh, somebody in the Michelin Pilot put on slicks and took and spun out and took them out. Oh, I didn't so know that. They're wow. basically not going to be there tomorrow. Wow. Uh, so that's a shame, but. Uh, with that, I'm kind of getting into when we were at VIR, we kind of saw a similar weather pattern as we do that now, which is the practices and the quals and things like that. It's it's wet, at least moist, if I may use the word. Partial wet. Yeah. Partial, Partial wet, wet, that kind of thing. Yeah. But the actual race day forecast is not falling rain. So basically so do you nothing skip? now happened. Matters. Nothing matters right now. So why why risk the car, basically, is what I'm saying. Is, is seat time. Well, some of those guys... If you're gonna run at night, you gotta practice at night too. It's like a rule. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they had a bunch of guys that uh, I think I read something like 68 drivers still needed to practice at night. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah. They better have gotten out there tonight then. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because tonight was the last. Yeah. The last night practice. Yeah. yeah. Going until a little bit ago. Just finished up probably. Yeah. Um, so. But I know at VIR for Michelin Pilot uh, during one of the rain practices, a lot of teams did not participate. Just to not risk the car, because one, I think the Murillo, Mercedes AMG GT4 wrecked terribly in that practice session when we were at VIR. Yeah, there was. Yeah, and uh, one of the Hyundai's from a TC TC class. Yeah, wrecked. yeah. I mean, just for practice, and you think, you know, how do you how do you not wreck, how do you wreck in practice? But I mean, you're in, you're in hell. difficult you're still conditions. Be pushing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're trying to you're, gather value, valuable data, right? So. All yeah. those guys are going to be pushing it still, yeah. regardless it's just of too risky. or not. Once it once it happens, it happens. Yeah, cars cars. In our case, we just hit a button. We're good. Yeah, reset. Exactly. <laughs> just wait. In a year, we'll have a chance to practice and call in the rain and race in the dry. That I believe. I'm a believer within, in within rain a year. within less than a, within year, a year. year. Less than a year now. Oh, it's got to be this calendar year. Yeah, this calendar year. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Do you it's think that be. would happen though? Do you think they would put a practice session that's dry? And then load in a, a race session that's raining. I think would they do the, that? I think it, well, it's kind of hard to say. Like if it's all just generated weather, then I don't see why yeah. not. Yeah. But I don't know if it's, they would set it up to be do that. I think it would just happen. Yeah. Well, maybe in the beginning, like flight simulator in the beginning. Yeah. yeah, live weather. Yeah, we've talked about that before. We need live well, weather. I wonder, yeah, we, do. Yeah. we need so we that did. it's not like a question of like whether the you're just getting some random number generator within the code that's providing you with a particular set of variables. Live, yeah, they're just like. Is it raining in real life? It's raining in the sim. If other, yeah. you know, if Microsoft, Microsoft Flight Simulator can do it, don't see why <laughs> iRacing wouldn't be able to. So, I we, we have talked. Yeah, we've said before that we want to see where if you as an endurance team can pull up in telecasts or 
whatever, whatever you know, weather, local weather, weather, app. weather yeah. radar for the yeah. track of choice and look at real life weather on a laptop or tablet. I mean, that would be some immersion. Yeah. Well, imagine like if you actually had someone like it would become a valuable skill within a team to have somebody within your crew who can accurately interpret that data. Would, and whoever can do it and know when the rain's going to come, when it's not, who gets the jump on it's it. It's called radar. Would, would Team Redline hire meteorologists? <laughs> meteorologist no I'm a meteorologist <laughs> somebody that can I thought that's what you know no, just, no, just, no not like a meteorologist but like if someone's sitting there spotting for you like whenever we're doing a 24 hour race there's always somebody sitting there giving you information so, as yeah, you're racing yeah, that's yeah. true and yeah. like you could have it to so like okay well I think it's going to rain within the next 10 minutes so, so and then it would affect how you're, yeah and it affect you how you're going to do your pit stops and everything right just adds that extra layer of strategy I just so, wanted to hire a nice weather girl but <laughs> whatever I like that fine. idea yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so what if what if they couldn't implement live weather they could still put in their own bit into the sim where it's like oh the rain in 15 minutes chance of so and so percentage chance of rain for example they could give their own forecast like to the team yeah. like your spotter yeah. says like you, you have real. a heel damage yeah. they would yeah. say uh, it looks like it's about to rain What's well, the way they do it in like the F one games? Like you yeah, have your yeah. little guy in your ear saying like we anticipate rain within the yeah. next ten minutes. Exactly. Kind of thing, so. So I remember just do that. I remember rain in the uh, Nintendo sixty four F one that we used to play. But we can't have it in iRacing racing yet. <laughs> well, not at the quality that they would want. Right. right. Yeah. That's the deal. It's got to be correct and seamless. I yes. think that's the word I I yeah. racing uses all the time. Correct yeah. and seamless. They don't. They basically <laughs> basically in short they said when they showed us the teaser, uh, we think basically if we released it before the end of 2021 it'd be half-assed i mean that's basically what they were getting yeah. at with it all and now every everything they announce everyone thinks it's a cryptic entry to rain well somebody for the virtual 24 somebody on twitter uh was trading paints was it trading paints yeah. somebody was talking about rain kicking in overnight even jimmy broadbent what would he say like fuck me up fam or something yeah, like that something like a- uh and that kind of got started up a bit somebody posted in response to one of those trading paints or whatever a uh, screenshot of them having pulled up code from something on iRacing, uh, showing rain or something like that. Basically, just going down the rabbit hole. Well, of and that's not anyone who works. Like I said, not everyone like me works in tech, but like that's <laughs> something where like you see those things are in games all the time, even though they're not being used. They're just laying groundwork. Kind of like we saw the F4 at the last build. Yeah, exactly. Basically, we know they've got F4 content coming, yep. and they they screwed up basically, and and the cat got out of the bag. I still have it. Are you serious? Oh, yeah, I backed up all the files as soon as I download them. <laughs> nice. Well, we know we're getting F4. Um, well, of course we know we're getting rain. Uh, but I think it's coming for uh, for this Daytona. Uh, I, was, I had something else on my mind about the virtual versus the real Daytona, but it's completely lost as we started talking about rain. I get excited when we talk about rain. Yeah, me too. Um, I mean, that's going to be a game changer for all strategy and everything. Do you really think the community is ready for it? There's gonna be a lot of complaining. I mean, what was it gonna take to be ready for it? Like, will it probably not? Like, imagine what bottom splits are like already. People have always complaining about the quality of racing. It's like, would you see? Could you see like nobody finishing, or like five people finishing? Like, it gets gets really extreme. Yeah, I absolutely really extreme. can see that. I've seen that in normal racing. <laughs> yeah, 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 true. Yeah, yeah, yeah to try. They can't. Yeah. They can't finish. So, <laughs> yeah, can only finish in the wet. <laughs> <laughs> that's a uh, uh, comment by Rob Grugois. <laughs> Indeed, put a name to that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so last night, uh, the crew of us—Patrick, Rob, Bradley, Tyler—we stayed in uh, Orlando. I really it took everything I think Bradley and I had to not go to Harry Potter World. And <laughs> I wanted to buy a wand. 
I still would like a wand. I'll look for one next week. Rob offered to ship, buy me a wand and ship it to me, but I don't think it would perform spells if you get it. Yeah, no. I think I gotta choose to, you, right? I have to get it. Yeah, the wand chooses the wizard. <laughs> Unless I get it and then you disarm me. And then it's yours. That's holy shit. That's correct. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, <laughs> that is accurate. That is what would they say canonical? It's canon. Yeah. That's canon. canon. Yeah. That would work. <laughs> uh, so I mean, this is a big culture shock to Bradley and I. We were looking for gators today at the golf course. Apparently, they uh, are sleeping in these temperatures. Is that true? Yes, that's what we were told. Does anybody know the answer to that for real? I think when it gets really cold, they go in some sort of like low energy state kind of thing. So like bears in Canada? Or no, just like fish in a sense. Like they I, didn't live know, in the water. I didn't know fish did. Frogs, salamanders, all the things that like how they survive over the winter. They just go into these like low energy states. So, I thought he was going to say that. like people in Canada. Yeah, we do that too. Is that what you guys going through low energy and We state. don't leave until the. So yeah, watch really. that's that, that ver- your version of the Gator sleep is going into the house and watching something on Netflix. Let yeah. Watching Letter Tiger Kenny. King, pretty much. Letter Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Trailer, Trailer Park, Park Boys. boys. There yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so we've got uh, coming up on Friday at uh, at some point, probably in the evening. We're going to do some karting, some kart racing. I oh, believe. Yeah, I forgot all about that. We're going to have some time to kill tomorrow as well. In the evening? Yeah. yeah. We're going to spend a lot of time at the track, though. Yep, that's the plan. So, uh, doing some karting and uh, enjoying Michelin Pilot. It's yes. kind of a good prelude. Yes. It's probably going to be, the, like I said, the best weather that we're going to get. So we're going to have to take it for what it is and um, adapt to the actual 24. Yeah. Because with 24-hour racing, adrenaline is only going to warm you up so much. Yeah. Oh, we learned that at uh, yeah. the yeah. Like You get tired of it. No matter what you enjoy about the cars, the yeah. elements will get to you if you're not prepared. Reality uh, slams you right in the... Yeah. Let's say the face. Let's yeah. say yeah, the yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. Ow, right in the kiss. Kicks, oh, yeah. Yeah. Kicks you right in the face. Yeah. It, it, we, if Everything I'm reading on Reddit about Saturday and Sunday, but especially Saturday night, it's going to be rough. Like somebody's saying 20 to 40 mile an hour gust off the ocean. And that, um, yeah. and that the... That the Daytona track amplifies the wind inside the infield. Is that something that's true in your experience, Bruce? It was today. Yeah, really? I felt like the wind the ocean. It was pretty bad. Yeah. We're basically it's like at a wind the ocean. tunnel. Yeah. I mean, you know what it's like at the ocean in North that's Carolina. True, yeah. It brings in the cold air. It brings it in off the ocean. Yeah, that's true. So, so it's going to be disinterested. I hope they don't get rain tomorrow. Then, <laughs> if they get rain tomorrow yeah. and then it drops below zero, it's be slick. Like, could you get like? You could. Now, is that yeah. zero Celsius or zero <laughs> Fahrenheit? Because, I mean, yeah, if it goes, fa- if it goes zero below Fahrenheit, freezing, we'll just what? say that. If it what? goes below freezing, like it's supposed to. So zero in Celsius it's is freezing. It's going yeah. yeah. to be absolute zero, <laughs> absolute zero outside. Absolute. The coldest absolute temperature zero. known to man. <laughs> what, the hell? Now, what is that on Kelvin scale? That's true. <laughs> it's going to be vacuumed, uh, vacuum <laughs> time. Are we good? <laughs> yeah, I uh, I played the They Live clip accidentally. Oh, I didn't hear it. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> My bad. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna bring some more shows, um, probably to you at least one more on uh, the Friday night episode, and uh, and get catch up with everybody and kind of recap the Michelin pilot and see what we've got going on with that. Um, so for the studio show here from Daytona Beach, we're gonna sign off. We might hang out on uh, the simulcast on Twitch for a minute more. And enjoy some um, scotch. Scotch, scotch, scotch. Some scotch. Uh, and hang out here at the uh, end of the Apex Compound, right at Daytona Beach, Florida. But uh, guys, we're going to take a sign-off here on the studio and uh, hang out for a sec. <laughs>